Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Baseball season is in full swing, and you don't want to miss a thing. It's time for Around the Horn with Kevin Bohannon. Around the Horn is brought to you by Stanley Wood, Buick, Chevy, GMC, and Scott Wood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. And now, it's time for Around the Horn. We are a couple of days early with Around the Horn, but due to baseball on Friday, yeah. it's the only time we can work uh, Kevin in Around the Horn. And uh, Kevin, I know you have been around baseball Maybe as long as Dave Van Horn. Have you ever, <laughs> have you ever seen anything as you witnessed last night watching Dylan Leach not only hit for the cycle, but hit home runs from both the right-hand side of the plate and the left-hand side of the plate? Yeah, it was, it was really good to see him hit the baseball. It, Dylan Leach came in early last year, wanted to learn under Casey Opitz. And a lot of people forget he should just now be a freshman. This should be his first year, but he graduated early. I, I saw the young man. It was two summers ago, and we were down in Texas playing in a World Series. It was Reed's, Reed's class, the 2021 group. And we were playing the Doolin's Dodgers. Kid gets up, and I'm like, man, that looks like the Leach kid who's committed. And he hits it 447 feet. And the wind, wind was blowing pretty good that day, so it was a little exaggerated. I was like, man, he's going to do something. Next thing you know, he's at the University of Arkansas, and it was good to see him get that confidence back because we've seen that with Braden Webb as well. Uh, Braden Webb is on fire of late. I think the, the stat is after he went his 0 for 23, he's 17 of 45 with seven home runs, a grand, two grand slams, and he just keeps getting more confident each time. So – Maybe that's going to allow Dylan to be able to catch a little bit more. I know that's hitting is not the only thing that they look at with catchers, but it's going to provide some depth going into the back end of the conference play. Well, it was uh, something I've never seen before, not just the cycle, but again, hitting in the same game, hitting from a home run on both sides of the plate. I've never seen that, but I did last night. So <laughs> do know that. Oh, there it comes. There is the official word from Mike Kaywood. It just I saw it flash up on my screen about the Mitchell twins. <laughs> oh, yeah. They've actually yeah. signed. Good yeah, They're big. 6'9 and 6'10. That's right. It is uh, hot and heavy. Hey, and that is big. not – I mean, I, I'm sitting here thinking, for Dwaz, a meek, maybe he's the one that uh, said yes to Arkansas today or – Johnny Broom, who's 6'10", out of <laughs> Moorhead State. No, out of nowhere comes the guys from Rhode Island. <laughs> well, Okay, Steve. Before you get Steve back, that gives Arkansas options. So now you've got three guys that you think you might have them all or you might get one or two because they're all in the NBA deal. And, and if they all figure out they're not going to get drafted, you get all three of them, and suddenly you've got some major size on your team instead of hardly any. Or if one goes, you've still got two more. Plus the transfer from Missouri. Okay. I need the wide out. Steve, <laughs> welcome back. Uh, Randy, Rick don't understand. You're not going in a transfer portal for the Riverfront Steakhouse. <laughs> no, I'm not. You're not going into transfer portal for the Sonic. 
No, 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 no. And you're not going in a transfer portal for when Double B puts the honey buns on sale. <laughs> you got it down pat, Steve. I can't argue with any of what you're saying. Now, what so, happens, you know, Rick needs to uh, upgrade meet? his status. So, uh, you know, he needs to uh, kind of look around instead of, you know, saying you're going in the transfer portal. But uh, anyway, the thing about Coach Musselman, like last year, yeah. he had an opening on his staff. He got another coach to come in. He had an opening on his staff this year. He's got another coach come. Replacing, you know, I just find it amazing how he works the transfer portal and how he can keep his staff together when he has to replace a coach. But uh, the thing that I'm kind of uh, puzzled about is Lucas Coley. Yeah, you and me both. You know, I saw that coming. did he not? <laughs> did he kind of see maybe the writing on the wall that he wasn't going to play for three years? Maybe. Yeah. Well, I think maybe the transfer from Central Florida may have made a little bit of an impact. Okay. And I got to believe Malik Hornsby has made somewhat of an impact. Yep, I agree. Okay, and uh, uh, solely, I mean, does is it the fact he's not uh, going uh, getting very little playing time? For some reason, that's just never really clicked. I mean, he, he just, to me, was never as good as his daddy was. Uh, he had a lot of injuries, too. Yeah, he did okay. battle injuries. But uh, have you guys seen the two Razorbacks that are going into the Hall of Fame? Well, there's nice and gay. Corey Beck and Corey Barry Beck. Foster. Yeah. We got and three. So Brad Taylor's going in. Four. So there. So yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's just a, it's just wonderful what Arkansas is doing. Absolutely. Anyway, guys, I'll let you go. Thank you, Steve. Thanks, Steve. Okay, you are doing a lot of reporting on Twitter. If you would, Kevin, kind of update us because you were going from. Oh, gosh, all different classifications. A lot of baseball turned out to be played yesterday after it's all said and done. High school baseball. High school baseball, yeah. We, we had some high school baseball played yesterday. And Springdale Harbor, you got to give it to them. They uh, swept their doubleheader last night over uh, a really good Rogers Heritage team. So they're sitting at 5-1 and one in conference play. The Rogers Mounties are still 5-0 and oh in conference play. Southside lost yesterday. That was kind of heartbreaking. Uh, Southside was our team of the week in 6A last week. And you, the Wild Wild Central, we got to come up with a, a moniker for that, guys. <laughs> you got four teams sitting at 4-1 and one right now. The Catholic Rockets, Cabot Panthers, North Little Rock Charging Wildcats coming off a 2-1 to one, uh, victory over the Northside Grizzlies yesterday. And then you got the Conway Wampus Cats at 4-1 and one also. So as we get into the back half of conference play, it's going to be very entertaining around Central Arkansas. Uh, the team that keeps playing the best baseball in the state right now, the El Dorado Wildcats, uh, they had an 8-1 to victory over Lake Hamilton last night. They improved to 5-0 and over in conference play and 15-2 and overall. They're on an 11-game win streak.
Uh, Marion Patriots got a win yesterday. They moved to 5-1 in conference play. Uh, Benton Panthers got a complete game outing from Jake Jones, the 2023 UCA commit. The Panthers are now 14-0 on the year uh, among largest classification, any classification. They're the only remaining unbeaten team in the state right now. Uh, Sylvan Hills was off this week, but they did come off a sweep of Maumelle last week. Monticello Billies keep playing well. They improved to 10-5 and five on the year, 5-1 and one in conference play. Arkadelphia Badgers uh, got the 10-0 shutout win last night, and we got to give a shout-out to my man Trip Campbell, his second career no-hitter. Uh, the Badgers improved to 6-0 improved to in conference play and 7-4 and overall. And then the big game out in West Little Rock. Plasky Academy, Lone Oak Jackrabbits. Plasky Academy won the first game 5-3. to Kel Busby, Patrick Ingsgolf. Ingsgolf is committed to Oklahoma. Uh, Busby's uncommitted right now, but they had a sterling performance on the mound, shutting down the Jackrabbits. But Lone Oak came back in the nightcap, won 10 to nothing. Still Eves, uh, he's a sophomore, guys, and he's just now figuring out how to pitch. And he's going to be one of those guys that you pay a lot of attention to. Uh, 11 strikeouts, no walks in a 10 to nothing win. The loss by Lone Oak gives the Robinson Senators the inside track at the conference title right now because they've already swept Pulaski Academy and they split with Lone Oak. So if they win out, I know they got a tough Stuttgart team coming up pretty soon. If they win out, they're going to be conference champs. Uh, th those were the big games yesterday, Randy. Uh, Brooklyn, they're 7 and 1. Valley View defeated Westside, jo Jonesboro Westside yesterday. So they're eight and zero in conference play right now, fifteen and two overall, and uh, we got some more games uh, tomorrow and Friday that we'll we will report on next week. Uh, Kevin, just shift real quick. Uh, we got maybe less than thirty seconds, but you can kind of get your thoughts on last night's matchup between Arkansas and UCA, which the Razorbacks won twenty-one to nine. You know, you see how good our starting pitch, our SEC rotation is. After somebody like Miller Plyman, who's Wichita State, he came to Arkansas. You know, UCA was hitting. I, I sent a text to you. They're going to pass their run and hit total in the first inning last night. So good bounce back win, and we can talk a little bit more after the break and preview the Florida series. There you go. All right, that is Kevin Bohannon as we go around the horn. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater, Drive Time Sports. We'll continue in just one moment. Baseball season is in full swing, and you don't want to miss a thing. It's time for Around the Horn with Kevin Bohannon. Around the Horn is brought to you by Stanley Wood, Buick, Chevy, GMC, and Scott Wood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. And now, it's time for Around the Horn. Well, Kevin, I'm glad that uh, we both gave such a precise insight, breakdown, analyses of UCA and their, what, 238 team batting average <laughs> yeah. going into the game. And as you mentioned, the first inning, they kind of made us look rather silly. But uh, give credit to the Bears. I know that many times during the broadcast, uh, I'm very impressed with Bubba Carpenters. He kept saying, guys, they're going to fight. This UCA yeah. team is going to fight. They're going to battle. And uh, they certainly did that last night. Yeah, and you, you heard on the uh, TV broadcast as well, Troy Eklund uh, talking about how this team, uh, they just wanted to get better every day. That, that's their mission. 
get better, be the best version of themselves. And that's what we talked about on the show yesterday. And you could see it. They weren't going to hit the ball out of the ballpark. They had a couple of guys that put some good swings on it. But they were a scrappy bunch. They weren't going to go away. Even they were down 18-5 to five and had all the life drained out of that stadium. They scored four runs. Like and a lot of people said, can we just get to the run rule? No, they were there mm-hmm. to play baseball and play for nine innings. So that just shows you right there. They, you know, they're six and three in the A Sun. They've won all three of their series to start conference play, and they've won four series in a row. They're not afraid of the top teams in the nation. They lost to Vanderbilt already, and they lost to Texas seven to two. And they ran into a hot swinging club last night. And Dylan Leach, who we talked about earlier, uh, Caden Wallace had a couple of hits. Everybody got in on the action. And it was good for the Razorbacks. I was glad to see Jace Borfin, you know, get a couple of long balls. Kendall Diggs is hitting the ball well. So it's good to see those guys that will be able to add some as we get into conference play, deeper into conference play. And it starts this weekend. It's going to be really tough heading down to Florida because they got some dudes. I mean, they have some guys that will make a lot of money playing this game for a while. And, Kevin, I thought uh, last night, such as Nick Griffin, much-needed yeah. performance on the mound. I know they, Arkansas would love for him to step up and some others out of the bullpen, but I thought very big last night for Nick Griffin. Yeah, both the lefties, uh, him and Zach Morris. Zach Morris came in after Miller Plyman got shelled. You know, he was leaving 85 over the middle of the plate, and Division One ballplayers are going to hit the baseball. So, see, Zach Morris got the longest work he's gotten all year, but Nick Griffin needed the confidence. He needed to get out there show what he can do because, as, as we've talked about all along, he's coming back from an injury. He just needs the reps, get more confidence, and that's what these midweek games are allowing him to do. And if he shows it in practice and gets out there and he's able to show it in a game, he's going to get the opportunity even more now. Kevin, nice problem you mentioned. Uh, Rick talked about it a few moments ago, and that was you've got Turner behind Michael Turner behind the plate right now, but – uh, Dylan Leach, outstanding. I'm not sure what what term to use for last night uh, for his performance, but then spectacular, spectacular. That's a good yeah. one. And then you had Jace Borfin, as you mentioned, with his performance last night. He was robbed of a potential third home run. Nice problem now for Dave Van Horn. Yeah, and as we saw this past weekend, the, the designated hitter role was up for grabs, and Brady Slavin's. For, for now, has gone back in that position. But you're facing a Florida Gator staff that's really heavy on left-handed pitchers. They got one of the best pitchers in the conference with Hunter Barco. He's got a 187 ERA, 58 strikeouts, only seven walks. That's in 43 innings. Teams are hitting 169 off of him. And then you got Timmy Manning, the other lefty, who will more than likely be the Sunday starter. So you need some of these right-handed hitters. And Dylan Leach having the ability – he showed it last night. He had the power from the right and left side. So if you get in a matchup situation, it just gives Coach Van Horn more options to be able to strategically play the game instead of, well, let's hope we get on base here so we can drive them in. All right, Kevin, let me work in a couple of high school questions real big. Yep. And that is from our Asher Record Service Company live in feedback. Adam says, would love to know what Kevin thinks about Camden. Harmony Grove Hornets. <laughs> Love the Har- Harmony Grove Hornets. They are playing really good baseball right now. 
15 one and one on the year and they just keep getting better every week uh coach williams i've talked to him a few times caleb johnson's the name you need to remember uh bradley lonius who i do not believe is any relation to john by the way and they they beat up on mcgee last night not uh, let's see 13 to 2 is the final yeah they beat taylor 9 to 1 before that they had a big win over Smackover last week 11 to 10 so they keep hitting the ball well. Their only loss on the year was 5-1 to one to Nashville. Uh, Nashville is not the Nashville of old, but they're still Nashville. They still play a good brand of baseball. So losing to a 4A Nashville squad, no problem. Uh, I believe they'll make it through conference play, no problem. They'll get to regional play. They'll have to deal with the likes of Ashdown, uh, Genoa Central, you know, some of those teams. But I expect Harmony Grove to be in the mix as we get into the second and third week of May. And this from, I guess, CAC Mustang. Freshman pitcher Grayson Wilson. 6'3", 185, 3-0 record. 32 strikeouts, 14 innings. Central Arkansas Christian, 6-0 in Class 3A. It's a pretty good stat line. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, got to see CAC a little bit so far this year. Uh, CSA's had a really good ball club in, in the conference they're in right now. They got Episcopal, uh, DeWitt's in that conference as well. So I, I expect CAC to make a run. They'll win the conference. Uh, the problem is when they play regionals, they're going to play that River Valley uh, side of the conference with uh, Baptist Prep is somebody you need to watch out for. But expect CAC to, to win the conference and then uh, have a shot at the state tournament in regional play. Okay, wanted to make sure I squeezed that in before we ran out of time. <laughs> I had the um, um, Camden Harmony grow, but it came in after we were signing yeah. off yesterday, so I didn't get a chance to get that in, but wanted to get it in today. All right, Kevin, real quick, uh, a synopsis, if you would, of this upcoming series with the Florida Gators for the Arkansas Razorbacks. Pitching has to be on point. You can't miss over the middle of the plate. Judd Fabian, who had 20 home runs last year, he's a top 20 prospect. He's already got 13 home runs on the year. He's hitting a little bit better. He had a 249 average last season. He's at 283 right now. Another name to look out for, Sterling Thompson. He's hitting 348, really good at shortstop. He's a sophomore. And then Wyatt Langford hitting 349, 10 home runs on the year. Colby Halter, BT Ripole. He's the catcher on the squad. It's a really good veteran team, and the Razorbacks need to bring their A game this weekend. I think we get out of there with a 2-1 series win. All right, there you go. That's our baseball insider, Kevin Bohannon, as we go around the horn.